0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to
1: Digital Journeys. Today, Trace Armstrong and Aaron Robinson will discuss the return on investment for migrating from Lotus Notes to SharePoint online or on-premise. So with that, I turn it over to Trace. Thanks, Jerry, for having us back again. This is Trace Armstrong, and I'm here with Aaron Robinson, a senior architect on our Microsoft development team. In parts one and two, we discussed how and what a Lotus Notes migration to SharePoint Online or on-premise looks like, and we're here in part three to discuss uh, some high-level recommendations and the benefits of migrating this. So, how are you doing again today, Aaron?
0: Hello, I'm doing just fine. I'm actually very, very excited. This is actually uh, probably my favorite part um, of of this discussion. So, I'm excited to talk about this piece.
1: I agree. It is definitely the best part. So, if your organization is Considering getting off of Lotus Notes and migrating to whether it's SharePoint or Azure or whatever solution you your organization determines is the best fit for you, what is the high-level ROI that in, an organization is going to get if they go the SharePoint online or on-premise route?
0: Yes, I'll start off uh, by talking about infrastructure and resource costs. You're definitely safe, especially going to SharePoint Online specifically, where you no longer need that infrastructure. Uh, that maintenance cost goes down. Um, you no longer need some of the resources that you typically would use. Yes, you do incur some costs on the subscription side, but it's pretty much subscription and you're done. Um, the other side, there's still updates and um, Configurations, time that is spent to make sure that your servers are running. So, but even if you're in SharePoint on prem, um, included, you now can take advantage of more um, increased productivity from the standpoint of searching, um, organizing your information. Um, you have your list and, and your views, and with all the metadata that goes in, um, after you've taken the time to properly organize all the information, the users aren't spending as much time as they used to. to to find, search, and retrieve. It becomes much easier to do. Um, it becomes much easier to find and much much easier to call on certain pieces of information. You can use um, um, search, um, I should say search context where you it's, it's much easier to um, use different types of terms that you want. That's where I was looking for a terminology or a term, search terms um, that makes it much easier, um, especially when that data is tagged to your documents, much easier to find um, using those terms. Um, Also, you have third party tools that you can use to extend the functionality of the way you use a product. So if you want to have more forms and those forms have some level of complexity in it, um, you want to be able to control who can see what on the form. Certain fields should be available to certain users. Other fields aren't. These tools are available both in the cloud and through third-party products that support your SharePoint online environments, you can use these tools, including workflows. So, all these tools together create these solutions that allow you to realize your ROI much faster and and make you efficient, um, help to make workflow faster Um, um, And I'll also mention one last piece, document management. I think that's a very, very important one uh, because now although you might use Lotus Notes for retrieval, search and retrieval, you can also work together on these documents and you can use other features of SharePoint that you typically wouldn't use. SharePoint lends itself to team collaboration, working on documents, co-authoring where multiple people can be in the same document at the same time, um, versioning. Again, you no longer have to say this is version A, B, C or D, unless you choose to, of course, but um, SharePoint will do that for you on your behalf. Checking documents in, checking them out so that other people can't uh, modify. Certainly, if you're working on a document, you definitely want to make sure the document you are working on is the source of truth. So others can't go in um, and 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 modify or change something that you're currently working on. So when we're looking at efficiency, we're looking at optimization. Um, those are the types of high-level um, ROI opportunities that I would point out in this particular project.
1: Absolutely. And you said you had so many silver bullets of information there. I just want to extract a couple of them. Mm-hmm. Number one, I think end user satisfaction is even though it is not necessarily a hard data point of your return monetarily if you have end users that are able to better interact with a system if they're able to update and make changes and use the system as it's intended and it's easier for them it's going to drive that workforce productivity And it's also just going to create a better environment in your workplace because people are not getting frustrated by the tools available to them. And so especially if you go the SharePoint Online route, if you're able to leverage the Power Platform, and one thing we didn't really mention and we're not really doing in this version of the product, but if you were in SharePoint Online and you have, say, a bunch of database records that are coming from Lotus Notes, you could – put them in a Power BI dashboard and do analytics and reporting on that type of information. So it really does give you a ton of flexibility. So to kind of uh, put a button on the end of this conversation, if someone listening to this is part of an organization that is going to pursue Um, retiring their Lotus Notes databases, applications, they're thinking of going to whether it's Azure, whether it's some other non-Microsoft, or whether they're actually going to go the route of a SharePoint online or on-premise migration. What would you recommend as their first steps and things to keep in mind as they start planning and prepping for that type of uh, engagement?
0: Sure. Um, I, I think you definitely want to make sure you've taken the time to understand your current Lotus Notes architecture. Understand where documents are. Understand where you're going to find the data. One of the things I didn't mention earlier was when you're dumping, when you want to pull the data out of Lotus Notes, you want to make sure that you're grabbing all of it. Uh, Let's say that you might be missing something, um, some some information. You want to grab all that data. That data has to exist in a view. It has existing views, so you can export it out and and use that to kind of help you do your um, data verification. Um, and so, point being is that there are so many different components of Lotus Notes, and because you have all these rich text fields, you have link you have links that have to be dropped somewhere. You have all these different pieces. You need to understand that architecture. You need to understand where everything is, and then apart from that. Um, once you understand that it can help you select the right product because you also want to understand your destination product the platform that you want to migrate to um, one of the things that is very very important is you want to understand what are the various types of solutions you can choose once you selected a platform there might be different types of ways you can lay uh, the content out what's the product you've selected and what are the best ways maybe select one or two or three different ways of doing it, evaluate them, make sure you understand which one makes the most sense, because um, that's going to save you some time when you actually start doing the migration, um, making sure that you've done that due diligence first. Um, so I, I think that's I think that's definitely a big piece. Another one I would say is make sure you've spent time with the users, understanding the information and the way that they use it. Um, what, what I've also found is with Lotus Notes, you have a lot of hidden stuff, things that are in the background that you have to take time to understand why certain fields are hidden and you, you come to understand, oh, Um, The manager is because the manager can see this field, but everybody else can't, and sometimes it's not obvious. So You want to make sure that you've spoken with the users, understand what's on the page, what did they use, why do they use certain things, do they even need some of that data, because that's going to make your migration even easier also. If you can eliminate some information, do it um, if if the client wants that, because that can help to make your uh, migration a lot more efficient.
1: Absolutely. Well, thank you, Aaron, for your insight and recommendations i'm going to throw one wild card question at you you're in the uh, maryland area is it washington nationals or baltimore orioles for you and your family
0: (laughs) i i I have to go with orioles my kids are in love my son talks about the orioles all of the time um so i'm gonna have to say Baltimore orioles okay (laughs)
1: As a Nationals fan, we'll just have to agree to disagree. So I know
0: you're not, I know that.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying. World <laughs> Series right here. All right. Well, thanks, Aaron, for joining us and talking through uh, the challenges in a Lotus Notes to SharePoint online or on-premise migration. We really appreciate your time. Thanks again for tuning in today. As always, feel free to like and share this podcast. Stay tuned for more digital journeys.